Welcome back. Here we are with another, I guess, episode number three of A Marriage Reset. I need one of those, I need some effect buttons, like, (laughs) and then like the crowd, (sighs) yeah, and like air horn or I don't know, something, the, (laughs) the, the rubber chicken that, oh no, not the rubber chicken, no. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, that reminds me of the one that we saw. This is so random. The one we saw in Branson that was like two what, hour long, forty five seconds of like, yeah. <laughs> and you squeeze just a little bit, and we're walking through, and you could still we go to like two aisles down, you could still hear it going. It was yeah. I was like, no, we are not having that. That's in the way our we house, should start but... waking up our kids and go grab those <laughs> and like throw them in their rooms like grenades. <laughs> Squeeze it and yeah. run. And run, yeah. Oh, man. That'd be funny. Welcome back. Episode number, did you ever think that we would be doing a podcast, number one, but then number two, that we would actually make three episodes? No, I did not. <laughs> with, I did without, not. Without um, major arguments or, I almost said killing each other, but I don't know that I've ever I wanted to kill you. Kill each other, just without major fights and hurt feelings yeah. and arguing and all that no i didn't i didn't think it was possible yeah but we're doing it there was a day i did not think it was possible to communicate without one of us sleeping on the couch this is true and there's still some days that <laughs> it seems not possible but we we manage and we, we do it. we get there we're getting yeah. there we're no, learning i did tell you um the last time that you went to the couch um that from now on what did i say i'll you'll never I'll, you will never leave the room without me right behind you. And if I have to make a pallet on the floor and you sleep on the I couch. I don't think then... you held true to that one because I think I was able to walk out the room and. You've never gone to sleep on the couch since I've said that. I promise. Okay. Scout's honor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're not on video, so that didn't yeah. even make any sense. But I held up my fingers. <laughs> Scout's, Scout's honor. honor. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. So this is pretty cool. This I will say, if nothing else, for me, like, I mean, we're recording this, and it's been life-giving. I didn't expect it to be, like, whenever we end, I just find, there's so much joy. It's like little kids on Christmas or something. You've been for a while, though. We need to do a podcast. We need to do a podcast. Even, like, I don't know, a couple years ago, two, three years ago, you're like, let's do a podcast. Let's do YouTube, you know, and you've always been into that, and I'm always kind of like... Uh, what do we have to talk about? What do we have to say? Like, that's not me. That's not us. I feel so uncomfortable. Like, anyways, all you shouldn't have said. What do we have to talk about? Because now we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> shouldn't have. Just like uh, oh, we don't have a testimony. Years, and God like, is like here. <laughs> yeah, my mom would always say, "Share your testimony." I'm like, I don't have a testimony. I grew up in church all my life and been a Christian all my life. And I'm like, <laughs> God, I want a testimony. I should have never prayed that prayer. He's yeah. like, okay, here you go. Here you go. Here's oh, the testimony. It was, it was, it, it, I have a testimony yeah. now. Thank, thank the Lord. Yeah. He's faithful. So if you ever see somebody that is uh, walking it out and seems like their relationship with the Lord is strong, <laughs> don't, don't try to um, pray after them because you don't know what they had to walk through to get where they're at. Exactly. Just put it that yep. Way. So, yeah. So episode, episode number three. Yeah. yeah, this is cool. This is exciting. Um, we're slowly figuring out the technology and slowly figuring out the... Oh. I'm a very big analytics guy. I like the the numbers and like 
we got to write out the script and what to say and like what what how do we go like and subscribe and share and do all why, of the why did you talk to I don't like know. like was, asmr yeah. like. <laughs> put your ear up to the to this and oh, no never mind we're not going that way and i'm like let's just wing it let's just talk yeah and be us and we balance each other out very well because i'm like numbers yeah like, but usually you're the detailed person I know. Uh, give me the details in this one you're like yeah we'll shoot from the <laughs> hip <laughs> shout out to dead well i have it all <laughs> up in my head of like where we're it'll going? come out yeah it'll just well you just might want to let me in on it before we get into the recording because i i don't know what you, i can't read your mind come on yeah i haven't got that good yet no nope. read my mind give me 32 and maybe we'll talk get there i doubt I it know. but probably not Unless they invent a little helmet that we can put on that reads your thoughts, <laughs> then I'll probably never know. What oh, you're like that collar in uh, Up. No, the, well, yeah, in up, up when he puts on the collar. And I was thinking of um, Cloudy with the chance of meatballs and the monkey. It read the monkey's thoughts, but it's oh, the really? same thing. Yeah, with same up thing with Up. Dog, it gives yeah. the dog ability to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was our squirrel moment. This episode is brought to you by Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we got a lot to talk about. So, um, try to keep these shorter, but shorter. It's ta- it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to shut like it the off. The first You're one like, was was over an hour, and we're like, okay, maybe that was a little too long. So we have a timer sitting it's here, like thirty minutes. And we're I gonna keep, cut it off. We're five minutes into this already, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> it's like it goes by quick. You need to stop talking so much. Oh. Okay, I'll just I'll just mute my mic and go for it. Let's just yeah. listen to Corey. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. So. Go for it. Anyway, but yeah, so we were just talking about discussing what we were what we wanted to discuss. We were discussing this discussion about our discussion today, and we should do a whole. So episode. what are we discussing today? Yeah, we Paul? should do a whole ep- episode <laughs> where we just talk like a bunch of hicks. Oh no! No, we could do our British. The kids all speak. Is it British or? Uh, it's a made-up language. <laughs> yeah, probably. That they think they sound like British. Yeah. And, and then if they went to Britain, they would be like, "What are y'all saying? Y'all are weird." Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Anyway, that's enough of the. So random. We just sit here and talk about that's okay. such random. So as you're sitting at your computer doing your work or you know running on the treadmill or driving down the road I, right now I, can, I apologize for the <laughs> randomness that is coming out of I our I can mouths. hear some Would you just start what already? What are they talking about? <laughs> I'm so confused. We went from squirrel Fast forward. to British. <laughs> now let's talk about the British squirrel. <laughs> uh, anyway, funny note, our dog loves chasing squirrels i i would hate to see what happened if she ever caught she one she probably wouldn't do but anything. she will be in the back of the house and we can open the door and call her molly come outside and she's like i'm not moving from my spot but you say molly squirrel she comes running down the hallway and yeah. darting out the door and my favorite is when she's standing at the door and she starts bouncing on her front leg yeah, like puffing herself get up, me out of like, here oh, oh. <laughs> open the door she, then when she gets out there and there's no squirrel she's like i did it i chased him away. <laughs> like, like i protected it, my you yard it, yeah it's hilarious so, anyways anyway well to get back into <laughs> What we Squirrel. came here to do is uh, today we're going to talk about uh, uh, brokenness, being broken, 
um, tell a little bit more of our story, just kind of how that has all played out. It's going to evolve. Who knows what else we're going to talk about? So stick around, <laughs> right? <laughs> so we talked we talked last week about the um, the small foxes and and taking care of those, um, and so just to kind of mindset, yeah, the mindset towards yeah. each other. But to kind of pick up on on that, um, we've alluded to it, but obviously. And, and we've said it, but obviously, what, a little less. It's almost two years. November. A month shy. November 21st. It, a year uh, and 11 months. Yeah, yeah. It's a year and 11 months. But a year and 11 months is whenever I had an affair and ended up having sex with another woman. And that was a, that was a tough time. <laughs> that was. <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's a piece of cake. It's a piece of cake. Oh I hope goodness. it was delicious. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, sorry. Inside thoughts. Inside, inside thoughts. thoughts. You gotta keep those to yourself. Ugh. I'm trying to be serious here, and you're just I joking know. around. And I, I want to say, there are moments that we joke, and there are moments that, like, it's still a point of pain. There are still areas yeah. that are healing. We're still actively healing. Um. But I will say we're at a place, and I feel like two years, like, there's always been that point of, like, well, how long should it take to get from point A to point B? Mm -hmm. Or how long should this season be? Or how long should... There's no time frame. Each person is going to be different. Each relationship is going to be different. Each story is going to be different. We are only where we are by the grace of God and His his strength and ability Absolutely. to forgive and to love each other and allowing him to heal uh, getting stuff out in the open yeah. and talking to each other that he that we may be healed yeah and that's the only reason that we're able to semi-joke you know it's sometimes not joking though, it's not sometimes though you will say stuff and it almost takes me off guard <laughs> like wait that was a joke and it was hilarious but, but can I but laugh? Can I laugh about that? <laughs> like it's so weird. And then what's even better is whenever we're around the friends that know the whole story, and she'll make a joke, and it is like, that is, it's their faces, so their eyes funny. like get big, and, and and they just like, can I, can I, can laugh I laugh? That? Like, <laughs> am I supposed to? Is this? Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, but eleven, a year and eleven, 11 months. months. Yeah. Um, November twenty first, twenty twenty one. Your birthday. Yeah. Your Not very fun. But, you know, anyway, we, we get it. But I think sometimes at first, knowing that it was my birthday in the first year, when my birthday came around, there was just that guilt and shame that was attached to it, and I didn't want to celebrate. But now it's almost this place. Like, I can't wait for November 21st of this year because not only do I get to celebrate one more year, on earth as you know my birthday but i get to celebrate like another year of us together and we like got, when we, we got a reset yeah. yeah yeah a reset and when we come together on that day even though it's birthday cake and maybe gifts or whatever but it's an it's just a reminder of like i look at my kids giving me cards i look at you telling me happy birthday i look at all you know just what i have around me and it just makes it so much more so much more thankful essentially i'm like sitting here listening to you talk and i'm thinking about it and it's like essentially on your birthday the day you were born you were reborn yeah again yeah when all your junk came out no secrets nothing hidden yeah. like 
you you got to start over. Yeah. I don't know, just an yep. incredible thing. Yep. So just to just fill you in, uh, we won't. I won't go into great detail. And just just a disclaimer right at first. Yeah. I, we we there may about be this some last week. sensitive just, topics or little ears may not may not want to hear or you may not want them to hear. So this may be a good one to put your headphones in. It's a marriage in podcast, or yeah. so you never know. Just yeah, an overall disclaimer. But um, won't go into grave detail. I also want to be respectful to the other party in yeah. the story and and all of those things. But I think in sharing this, it, it, quite honestly. I'm going to be selfish in it because it is another area of in sharing it. Um, I believe that there's more healing that's going to come, you know? And so just kind of walking through the whole, the whole process, um, as far back as, I mean, obviously I've talked about porn addiction and, and the lust and, and the, the thoughts even earlier on in marriage of what would it be like to have sex with another woman or what would it be like to do this or do that or and so that just kind of all like built upon itself and built upon itself and built upon itself but in in my mind it was like I'm a worship leader I'm in church I you know so it was always like yes the the thought of that was there but it was always a no, I can't do that because it's going to ruin. It would ruin me, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a, ever a, a situation where I'm like, no, I, I mean that's a sin. I'm not going to do that because it's. It was what would what would the outward appearance be if if I did that, you know, and what what would people think uh, if I did that? And so it was always something that I was able to like say no to um, and push. So just kept it strictly porn, you know. Um, that's why'd you laugh? No, I was just thinking, kept it me, myself, and I. Yeah, like, just me, myself, and I. But, but just kept it, just kept it with porn, and and never really, you know, uh, outwardly expressed, expressed that. And then, um, what over two years ago, um, as thoughts and and stingers and hurts and things that the enemy would would come in and hit me with and then they were thoughts that I didn't deal with earlier on would come of you don't think I'm a good father you're trying to rip me away from ministry um just so many things over and over again that you um I I mean I know one of them was uh that you would say I need you to do this and the and I did it but then the next time I didn't do it and then you were like, you failed. And I'm like, I didn't do it one time. And suddenly I'm a failure. And so all of those those lies and those those things that would come at me became lies that I viewed you as. And I don't know if I'm saying this clear. You can help me make sure it's clear. But, I will. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> but but it became lies that I, I viewed you as. And then yeah. suddenly it started twisting little over two years ago, I felt it, it, it really twisted into, um, if I just had this, then everything would be good. And some of it was towards you. If, I, if she would just change this, if she would just do this differently, then everything would be good. Or if mm. she would be more supportive or if, <laughs> if she would just shut up and leave me alone, like, all of these things of if I could just change this one thing and then slowly that morphed into, well, if I could just have somebody like 
this, or if I could just be with somebody like this. And those lies just begin to to grow and, and compound on, on each other. And I remember is just with somebody on the worship team, and we would just get together. We would talk about the worship team. Um, we were coming up with ideas of how to grow, how to train people. Like legitimately, uh, at first it was it was true wholesome, like ministry. T- you know, working on on the worship team. Yeah, this is a position of like I am stuck with my responsibilities. I say stuck. That's a horrible word. But I was in a position of mom to four kids. I'm homeschooling. I'm trying to take care of him and keep up with his ministry and support him, but take care of the house. Just a part-time job. Just part-time job. (laughs) Yeah. But taking care of all of my responsibilities and trying to take care of the home because I had the mindset he's so busy and got all, all, all these people pulling on him. So I'm trying to ease his load and so he doesn't have to worry about the home and worry about us and trying to do everything on my own without him. Yeah. But he was wanting me to be supportive of his ministry and what he was doing, but which I was in my own way, but he wanted me more involved. But the lies I believed about myself is I'm so inadequate. I can't sing. I'm not this. I'm not knowledgeable enough. I can't work a computer good enough. I don't have a voice. I can't speak up. I'm going to say the wrong thing. I'm going to do this wrong. I'm going to do that wrong. So all those lies pulling on me prevented me from fully supporting you in the way that you needed to be supportive. And a friend (laughs) came in and became those things for you. Yeah. You can... Well, and and early on it was, it was meetings about the worship so team. So innocent, yeah. It was it was very innocent, and then over time it just slowly transitioned into um, let's just hang out, and I and it began to to feel like um, more and more excited every time that uh, you know she would come over and we would hang out. She became more and more um, involved with you know uh, hanging out with my kids and. And then, and then there was times where it was like, okay, I saw, I saw qualities in her that I wanted in you, and so I was like, well, let's if we can get them together, then maybe that you know <laughs> she catch can learn, on. yeah, they'll <laughs> catch on, and and just over time, it it slowly just started morphing into like almost a dependency, or it was an emotional connection that was forming yeah. there, that on the on the inside I felt, but on the outside it was like, what are you talking about? And how, there were so many times where you would even come to me and, and say, like in those meetings, we'd be in the in the kitchen around the table and you're cooking dinner or whatever. And you said, I, I feel like I'm a chaperone. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what are you talking about? Like in, in as I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, to look, to look at it because in my mind, I literally thought, like Just there's nothing business. there. We're talking yeah. business. Like, but hindsight's always twenty twenty. And looking back, no, there was there was things that were being fulfilled that I had longed for, and that were being fulfilled by her. And the and it's so dumb because the selfishness of it was she was actually just paying attention to me, mm-hmm. and it was feeding, 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 feeding. And I would out of selfishness, out of just wanting to be. Um, acknowledged or just 
rather than me taking the role of serving you, I was constantly looking for affirmation. I wanted the pats on the back. Oh, you're so good. You're doing this, this, and this. And so every time we would talk about um, stupid stuff like the the key changes, well, how to do a key change from one song to the next. And I would lay that out and draw it on the whiteboard and she's taking notes and just eating it up. And that right there was like feeding into me of like, I have something to offer, you know? And that was that just that emotional connection. You look like you want to say something. So. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the <laughs> Go ahead. time when No, I was I'm sitting here thinking that because in our personal relationship there was a lack of brokenness that I was only allowed in to a certain extent and only allowed to know a certain amount or certain things, that that prevented me from truly knowing you a hundred percent. So I don't. I don't think. I don't How could you know this. what I need? Yeah. When you didn't. When you. When you didn't know me. You wouldn't let me know. Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't let me in. You wouldn't let me know. Yeah. Truly, what you needed and or how I, you felt. Or I definitely lived, and still struggle to some some to, to to this day, of when my hand extended out, like you can only come so far. Yeah. I want to control what you see of me. Yeah, I want to control how you. Mm. It's so twisted and perverted. Control how you view how me. you view me, and and that played a role in in high school. How many times that I I wanted the right clothes, I wanted the right jeans. I mean, I uh, I I put my parents through torture of so picky of if I didn't have the right. One time they got me a CD player and it was like the top of the line, but because it oh, didn't wow. look. <laughs> this the right way it didn't look like everybody else's i griped and complained and and my parents went and got me the different one and it's like i look back on those moments i'm like so selfish and just i had to appear that i had it all together at all all times mm-hmm. and so through ministry through church through work anytime that i had an opportunity to to be the one that had the answer or to be the one that was the smartest one in the room like I just fed on that. And so that's what this became is she would come over. We would talk about worship. Well, I'm the expert. I know it all. <laughs> and she's taking notes. She's, you know, after every meeting, she's sending me like docs, Google docs or whatever. And like, we're going to do this and this and this. And she's handling all this stuff. And so that's just like feeding this bear of just the lies that are there, the, you know, w- whatever. And then you would come and say, I feel like a chaperone. And I'm like, that's silly. That's that's yeah. dumb, and I would write it off rather or you than. You would tell me, "Well, then engage, be a part, have a voice. I want, I want to know what you have to yeah. say." But yeah, but you wanted me to respond in the way that she was. Yeah, and I will say this: I will say this before we get too far into the story. Is one of the one of the the things that I have learned, and I I've, I've tried to express it to you as best as I can. But in talking in this, is there's always this view of what I think I need. Mm-hmm. And then there's this view of what God knows I need. Yeah. And we have talked about this a lot is is you have tried to become her, you've tried to become other people in accordance with what you what you see that I I think I need. And I have told you like I need you to be Corey. Yeah. Because what happens is if you try to become what I think I need, then it's all self it's all feeding into me. It's all feeding. But I, I feel like when, when God was like, okay, we're going to make Matthew. And it's like, okay, 
I need to make a Corey <laughs> and I'm going to put this, this, and this, and this, and this. And where you see it as stubbornness or where you see it as hard-headedness or swimming upstream. Outspoken. Outspoken or black and white, whatever. Like those are the moments where when I look back in any step of our marriage and our life together has been the most useful. In the moment, it sucked. It stunk. I don't know if I can say that, but sorry, mom and dad. But it sucked <laughs> in the moment. I'm 37 years old. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> anyway, um, but it's it stunk in the moment. But looking on in that is like there's what I think I need, but then there's what I need. And yeah. and you by far are everything that I need. And it's like I want you to be authentic and I want you to be true to that because there are things inside of you that pull that stuff out of me and that that like push me to be better and that push me. So I'm I'm so thankful for for you in my life. And mm-hmm. I'm so thankful that you're by, by my side and you haven't ever taken any time I've tried to swim downstream with everybody else you've been willing to carry that on your back and and carry our family and and not not conform not give in and I just there's not a day that goes by that I'm just not thankful for who you are and if I would have had any other woman in my life that would just cower down who knows where I'd be right now so I love you. I love you too. Thank you. But in that, the what I thought I needed was somebody that a yes man, mm-hmm. just somebody with that was oh yeah. We're, and I am not a yes man. And 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 <laughs> that's there's been some areas where we've butted heads and stuff. But she became that, and she became that almost like in a like that teacher student in a sick twisted way of just teacher student of like i'm i know it all Uh, and so every time we'd have a conversation about worship i'm the one with the answers and yeah i'm able to feed feed into that i'm able to and it's almost like you were you were always able to just look past the the bs and be able to call it for what it was and and i finally found somebody that's like Oh, you have all the answers. You have the the. It's like the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain, like oh, the great and mighty. I was there with my needle, ready to just pop your head. Pop your head. It's yeah. like bring you down to reality. Yeah. Okay, let's. But but in that, I started viewing you in a way that like you're against me. You're not for me. You're, and and then suddenly I have somebody that is for me and not against me, and is like that hangs on my every word, and 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 so slowly but surely that emotional connection started to where I started I mean not to be too graphic but it was that was some of the moments of like I wonder what it would be like to have a relationship with her or I wonder what Mm -hmm. it'd be like to do this with her or and started slowly transitioning to where you know we would be intimate and I was like wait why is she in my mind like those moments Mm -hmm. of like I'm not intentionally thinking I'm not trying to do that but it's just popping up, popping up, popping up. And even in that, I mean, again, going back, it's like a small fox that could have been taken care of. Just being honest to you in that moment of like, hey, I'm struggling with this. I had this thought. You were definitely the type that would have been like, you ain't coming to my house no more. Yeah. You aren't hanging out together no more. Like that would have been cut off immediately. It would have been, it. 
I wouldn't say it would have been dealt with maybe on the spiritual side or the emotional side, but definitely the physical side would be like, you're done. Adios. Yeah. Yeah. See ya. But but not being open and honest and not having that conversation. Oh, I've got it. Everything's good. What are you talking about? You're crazy. I can control this. And so slowly that whole relationship just blossomed and blossomed and blossomed and blossomed. And then just, I mean, one Thursday night after practice, we were texting back and forth. out of town. Yeah, she had gone out of town. um, And me and her were texting back and forth. And one thing led to another. It got late. The kids were in bed. And I found myself staring at a text saying, hey, how about I just come over? And in that moment, you got that, it's like the angel on the the two <laughs> sides and one saying, yes, 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 this is everything you've dreamed for. This is every, and then the other one's like, no, you can't do this. You you know that this is not right. And, and I ended up saying yes. And I mean, I remember standing, standing by our front window and just waiting for her car to pull up and, you know, and, and just... I don't know. All the emotions almost went numb. Just. It's stirring up a lot. Yeah. There's just, still. Just through that process of like, I think, I pr- think probably the biggest thing was, what am I doing? Like, what is, I felt like I was just in an alternate reality of like, what is going on? What, what is happening here? But at the same time, like wanting it so bad. Yeah. And. And, you know, I mean, so even even that night, um, kissing her and then it I, I quickly was like, oh, that can't I can't do this, you know. And so she ended up leaving. We, it didn't go any further. But then over the course of what the next 10 days, mm-hmm. it slowly oh, it didn't slowly progress <laughs> it. The next time, I mean, we were around each other, it was it. It moved from innocent conversations about the worship team and business yeah. and became personal. Yeah, became personal. And then over the course of, I think it was, what, 10 days, uh, we went from kissing and I pushed her away and said, I can't do this, to I had sex with her. And it, again, the whole time just being like, what? I, I don't know how else to describe it other than just being like in this I'm 30,000 foot view of me doing this and like what what am I doing what am I like and the whole time I'm I'm thinking man I can't wait till Corey gets home so that everything can just go back to normal hmm. so that but it was the ups and downs every single day it was I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry and I'd have conversation with her and like we can't do this anymore this is crazy this is ridiculous and then slowly the Roller coaster would go back up, and then it was like, "Hey, I need you to send me a picture. I need you to do this, this, and this." And then we find ourselves right back into it. And then after that would take place, then back down. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and the guilt and the shame, and yeah. and it was just this ten days of emotional roller coaster of like lust and just everything that had accumulated from the itty bitty, it, yeah, just from the years of of lust and perversion and just porn and all that stuff. Just like I finally just, just found myself sitting there and like, what, what am I doing? And it was just a moment of like this glimpse of who I, who I am. And 
just a, just an area of like, I want to tell somebody so bad. I want to scream and holler, but I'm loving it too much. Hmm. I'm enjoying it too much. And, and so finally it came, I think it was after you had gotten back and, um, I don't remember even the timeline necessarily, but, um, you had gotten back and we were still doing the same thing. Hey, how about you invite her over? And, and she was coming over and, and it was on my birthday and she said, I'll watch the kids for you so that y'all can go out to eat. And the whole time we were out eating the whole time, I was like, I think you even said it, it was like, you just rather would be with her. Yeah. You don't want to be with me. And I was so disinterested. I was ready to get back home because she's there. And I, just just even thinking about that is like how how disgusting, how how gross, how rock bottom that that I reached, you know. And I mean on and then on top of that is now thinking about is like how what I did to you hmm. and how I hurt you, you know, and I'm like, man, I just, um, one of the first kind of books of the Bible that I started reading through after all of this kind of came out was the book of Jonah. And one thing that resonated with me is, is, is uh, after Jonah was in the whale and, you know, God, sent the whale or the fish, I'm sorry, let's be correct, but the fish and swallowed him up and he came and he spit him out on the on the shore. And one of the commentaries or the guys I was listening to, he said, it was a picture of what God was telling Jonah, this is what I think you look like right now. You just literally look like vomit. Like Jonah's at this lowest, lowest point. And I, I personally believe, and I think I can show it and, and say it is, is that even in in the in the fish, I don't believe that Jonah was really truly repentive. Go go compare Psalm fifty one of David when he got caught to Jonah's prayer, and Jonah is all about me, and I'm sorry that that I'm doing this, and like he was, it was a false repentance, and so God spit him out onto the onto the shore, and it was like this, what you're doing is just like vomit to me, mm-hmm. and it was like this picture of of God showing Jonah, this is you right now, your, your vomit. And that's in that moment, that's what I just, it's what I felt like, like, and of course not to mention, I mean, how many people I let down, what are people going to think of me? But it was November 21st, 2021. And it was late at night. We had been having conversation. I don't even know what we were talking about. That's when it came out. Yeah. Oh. I had fallen asleep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And I woke up. Yep. So she had stayed over that night. Um, that was my birthday. We went, had dinner. When we got back, she had trying to watch a movie, and I was so tired that day. And she ended up falling asleep on the couch, and um, she asked me to come lay with her, and I was pretty ticked because, I mean, I don't want to lay with her. Me. Yeah. And so I was laying on the couch, and while my wife was asleep, um, I was chatting and messing with another 
with another woman and Corey woke up and it was like it was super late and basically caught us and so she hurried and scurried off and we got everything situated and went to bed and I think you just asked me point blank have you ever cheating on me have you ever cheated on me are you cheating on me and it got more and more specific and you went quiet a little too long and I I was like okay have you done this yeah did y'all have sex I I couldn't say anything and it was (sighs) it was and it all came out every secret every lie every hidden thing came out that was one very long light long Long night. night i think we only got like an hour maybe i don't i don't even know if i got any two three hours of sleep max if that long (laughs) yep and that was that was the moment of of what i would consider death and burial to the old matthew Mm. just such a bittersweet night (laughs) yeah so that was uh Early on, I'd say, oh, yeah, when I came out and I told Corey, I'm like, but that's not how it happened. She had to she had to pry it out of me. And, and the guilt and the shame that was wrapped around it, like, what is she going to think? Like, what is she going to do? I mean, I've got four kids. Like, what is this going to do? What are my parents going to think? What are What is church going to think? You know, I mean, I was a worship leader at the time. You're on staff so at a church yeah <laughs> just it was always it was about the outward appearance and and that's crazy like even now thinking about that is like i i only concern my only concern was the outward what what does it make me look like mm-hmm. in the eyes of everyone and still trying to control that appearance still kind of trying to control how other people view me and along the journey it has turned into I don't care what people see. Like one of the things, and this is still, I'm not saying I've arrived by any means because <laughs> I mean, she's on the other microphone. She can tell you <laughs> I have not arrived in this, but what it's caused me is like even just the idea of putting on a mask and having to be fake. It don't, it just makes me so sick. It's like, this is gross. Mm-hmm. And anytime I feel forced into having to act a certain way or be a certain way, like I can't just be me. It's so disgusting. And the ramifications of it have been just like God spitting Jonah out and saying, this is what I think of you or not. This is what, this is what you look like right now is, it's just vomit. It's, it's gross. It's disgusting. And he was giving him a picture of what his heart looked like. I think this is an area where it's like, I, I say this in all honesty is like, if I had to do this again, knowing the freedom that I have now, I would probably say yes all over again. If that's what it took to, for me to be, to be me to be free, and the years that I longed and and like begged God, please, like take this away, mm-hmm. please, in a, in an in an instant, in that one night of just blah. And getting all the secrets, and then of course through counseling and and through those those times of of coming out, because there's been there was times where it's like even our counselor had to pry it out, and there was still some other 
things of mindsets and and all that stuff but in that since that day november 21st 2021 i've not looked at pornography i've not had any desire to look at pornography and it's not even just i put a filter on my computer like i don't have filters on my stuff i have no no desire like it was taken away not masturbated like it's taken away lust the the deep rooted lust that was there it's gone you know, yep. and, and that's a, that's a, just an area of like, if, if I look back on my life and I say, is God real? Like in that moment, I can point to that and say, I know he's real. Yeah. Because it was, it was instantly taken away. And there may be the skeptic of, uh, how do you know that he's really there? There is a huge difference from Matthew before to Matthew now. There is used to be secrets and hiding and don't look at my phone and I didn't know all the passwords and I didn't know everything to now I I have full access. I can take his phone whenever he gives it to me. Like there's nothing and I've even in the early days driven myself crazy of trying to look through every single thing. Okay, where where might there be a conversation going yeah. on? Where might, you know, digging trying to go deep and digging, but that that was just taking time to build trust yeah in that area there was a lack of trust there but there's a huge difference in the way you talk and the way you act and the way you treat me the way you look at me there's just a difference that it's not perverted there's just a pureness there that has Mm -hmm. been formed and developed and only by god's grace yeah so my my journey since then has has been I mean I dug into God's word hmm. and still still have a hunger. I, I remember before there was almost be like this brick wall is the only way I could describe it like this brick wall that was um just it was a struggle for me to read. Yeah. And a lot of the times it was I was reading because I had to get something for the next Sunday or I had to get something for you know, and and now it's become a, just a love for like I'll read God's word, and it's like okay, that was good, you yes. know. But there's no, it's it's not forced or anything. And then what will happen is that week something will go on, and then he's he's like, hey, remember that what you read? I'm like, hey, that's what it <laughs> means. That it makes sense. It applies. And God's word is not difficult. Like no. I've learned, it's 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 easy, and it's. It's a living thing. It's it's a it's a scalpel. It's sharper than any two edged sword. Like able to cut away and able to transform. And all I had to do was be consistent and be faithful in just reading. Have a willingness, yeah, a willing and, heart, and letting it letting it do the work. Yeah. And I remember there was time oh, shortly shortly after of like, um, I would my uh, anger was a big thing and screaming, yelling. I don't know how many things I've thrown. <laughs> broke (laughs) yeah broke just anger was terrible and there would be uh, and then shortly after uh my daughter was doing something she rolled her eyes or whatever and those would be moments that were just triggers of like i'm in her face my finger pointing like it was bad sometimes and i just remember like just peace and like okay and just having that soft answer turns away wrath like rolling through my mind and and I'm just talking to her soft, and I walked out of her room after we. I gave her a hug, like she was crying, but I gave her a hug and just kissed her and loved her, loved on her, and was like everything's good to go. 
and we, I walked out of a room and I'm like, who is that? What, <laughs> what just happened? Who is that person? Yeah. And it, and it was just that realization of like, wow, my, my heart's different, you know? Yeah. And, and once you get a glimpse of that, once you get a taste of that, it's like, man, let's see. I want to read even more, yeah. you know? And, uh, um, don't get me wrong. There's still been, there's been trials and, and struggles. We have not Emotions yeah. and, and things, but. I can tell you that on this side of it all, it and it sounds so stupid or it sounds silly, but like I'm so thankful for that journey. And I'm so thankful that if God had to had to interrupt my life and had to had to put me in a place where like I'm removed from a, a leadership status, I, I'm put in front of my boss and and other coworkers and I had to like tell them what happened and like pride and just all the junk had to be busted down to he had to it all had to be exposed yeah in order to to, in order to bring freedom like all i can do is just hold up my hands i'm like god thank you where's the spotlight (laughs) yeah well and and yeah and the the prayer has been has been like any other dark areas because i'm realizing like the small fox, I know we keep coming to that, but the small fox, when it's small, taking care of it, nip, like shining right the light away, on it and yeah. getting rid of it right then and understanding and knowing that if I can take care of it, then it, it's not going to, it's not, typically it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's like just taking, oh, okay, cool. Taking care of done. And, but just walking through this whole season and this whole, this whole thing is like realizing that. I'm not alone. Um, again, referencing the book of Jonah, one of the biggest things is divine interruptions. How many times, like he sent the storm to get Jonah's attention. He sent the the fish to swallow him up to get his attention. He he gave the uh, the tree to grow over him whenever he was in the shade, waiting for st- still waiting for the Ninevites to be destroyed. And you know, God is God is still pursuing His heart. He's still chasing after Him through all of that. And I, just that realization that. The affair, did I want it to happen? No. Do I want it? Do I want anybody to have an affair? No. Did it cause pain? Yes. Did it damage our marriage? Yes. Did it cause a lot of destruction? It did. Yes. <laughs> but on the flip side, I also view it as God is still chasing me. And he's, that was a divine interruption. He still yeah. cared enough about me to say, you know what? I'm going to put you through the hardest season of your life. Mm. Because I care so like I want your heart. I don't want I don't want the outward appearance. I don't want what you you think of yourself. I don't want the way that other people view. But I want your heart. I I want you. And he's willing. I mean, think of a parent like putting a, your kid through a situation that's gonna stink and it's gonna it's gonna suck and it's gonna be. And how hard, because as a parent, I don't want to put, I want their life to be grand. I want them to, but sometimes you have to let them walk through mess in order to learn a lesson, in order to understand that, man, you know what? My parents were right. And I I just see in this whole situation that God was saying, like, I'm going to let you walk through that because I want you to see that I'm still chasing after you. Mm -hmm. I'm still concerned about your heart. And Man, there's been so many moments, and there's still to this day, like, I just think of, like, even pride and just still the monkey on the back of uh, what other people think about me. I've got to put that to death 
almost daily. But it is just it is definitely just a season of like, man, okay, God's still chasing after me, and 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 some of the things that we've walked through or that I've had to walk through of like understanding and realizing I've forgiven, and even though it's going to be tough for people to look at me and not not think adulterer, yeah, like God looks at me and says forgiven, you know, mm-hmm. and so I've got to be able to 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 have the strength to walk in that, but. Even going back to some of the, the things that that compounded to lead into that was my view of you. And and it's funny because there's so many of those things that used to drive me up the wall that now are such comforts. And one of the biggest ones that I'd talk about or think about, I think we think mentioned you, the first you was mentioned it. having your leg over me is like before was just a like, ugh. So annoying. So <laughs> annoying. Leave me alone. But now it's like going to bed and 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 knowing that you're right there is like, oh, man, I'm just I like just thankfulness that just wells up inside of me, and um, just being able to recognize those lies, and I think before it was coming from a place of like I needed you to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I needed you to feed me. I needed you to act a certain way towards me. Because you had an image to protect. Yeah, and now. Now it's definitely like I want to serve you, and it, it doesn't matter what I look like. I want to serve you, and do I get that right all the time? No, but constantly just reminding I'm myself better. I'm getting better, yeah, <laughs> right. But this idea of you had to be perfect or you had to be what I needed, and I I don't even remember where we where we got this, but. This I just have it wrote down in my notebook. I don't I don't remember where we got it. Maybe was it a Jimmy Evans episode or possibly? Who knows? Um, I don't know. I don't have it referenced. But what if God's intention was not to give me a perfect mate? What if God's intention to give me a imperfect mate so that I could learn to forgive like He forgave me? Marriage is gospel reenactment. It is the way we learn how God loves and shows grace and forgiveness. Mm. And in that, in our, in our relationship is like, I don't need you to be perfect. Yeah. You don't need me to be perfect. We're, we're two imperfect people, but what we can do is we can learn that how God forgives, I can forgive you and how he shows grace and extends grace. I can show grace. and, And if I can't, if I can't forgive you, if I can't extend grace to you, my wife, yeah. How am I going to give it to anybody else? Mm-hmm. How am I ever going to show that to my kids? How am I ever going to show that to my coworkers? And the importance of if we can get our marriage, our relationship right, then it just feeds over and it blossoms over into our kids, to our coworkers, mm-hmm. to 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 every to everybody else. But the only way to get our relationship with each other right. Is to have our relationship with the Father, yeah. right? And it's that triangle. God's at the top. We're on the. I'm on the left. You're on the right. And as we grow closer to Him, it causes us to grow closer to each other. Yeah. So, I'm. I'm definitely. Um, definitely not perfect. Haven't made the right choices many times. But one thing I know is that God, He's still chasing after me. He's still pursuing me, and. As I chase after him and pursue him, our relationship becomes better. Yeah. And and just walking in forgiveness and walking in grace and and 
eliminating the masks, really. Um, taking care of the small foxes. Like all these little principles that are there is like instead of letting it just be knowledge that I know, actually putting it into practice. Yeah. And and letting it become who I am. So that's so good, babe. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your heart. Yeah. I love you. I love you too. I'm thankful for where our marriage is at. I am too. And where it's going for sure. I am too. So anyway, let's pray. Quick prayer. Yeah. You go pray. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this journey that you've taken us through, that you are taking us through, that we're still on. Lord, I pray for the marriages out there that maybe the spouse just found out something, forced to forgive something they never thought they'd have to forgive, or walking through a season that they never thought they'd have to walk through. Lord, we thank you for those divine interruptions. God, maybe the marriage that needs a divine interruption. Lord, in your grace and your mercy, God, that you would cause those divine interruptions to happen, but that it would cause their hearts to run to you, to turn to you. Lord, we thank you. God, may you receive all glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, guys. Well, on to episode number four. <laughs> Here we go. Share. Yeah, like, share, do all the this, things with the podcast. This ministers whatever. to you or speaks to you in any way. Email us. Uh, write a review. Yeah. Share you with your friends. You can email us at Matt and Corey Peck at Gmail. Corey with a K. K O R R I. Yeah, you'll yeah. have to put that in there. I'll put it on. No one can spell Corey. <laughs> It's it's strange, but it Until was good. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye.